talking about spiritual growth. This is part two. Yeah. Two black crew. So and then you know, which takes us to what's in the what's in the ark, you know, because we're supposed to build for ourselves uh, an ark. You which did is a job in last year. That's good. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, it's pretty spiffy. That <laughs> <No>, was hard. <laughs> the hard part was that case law. How is that hard? I couldn't think of what that was called. I'm not a lawyer. I just play one on TV when no one's looking. That's right. On a channel no one has. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. So, so, so yeah, what's in what's in the ark? Yeah, so in the ark you got the the the, the ark of the, is the, the the tablets, the mitzvah, the commandments are in there. Uh, so we're supposed to make this holy place. What makes one place holier than another? Is this ground more holy than the ground over there? No, it's all ground. But what holy is is set apart. It's set apart for a special purpose. We're to set ourselves apart from the world, separated, to give God a place come into well we all want Jesus in our heart we want to be filled with the Holy Spirit well how is God going to dwell in a place that's unclean we're to make ourselves clean and it's the blood of Messiah that makes us clean we can't make ourselves perfected mm -hmm. but one of the things we can do to start to clean ourselves is start to memorize the word to get it in us as we put the word in our ark which is another thing that's in there the manna what is it Literally, that's what they said. It's what is it? It's that divine um, something that satisfies our souls. And what it is, is is that questioning, what is it? What is this Torah? What does it mean? What is the deeper layers? How does it affect me? How do I live? And, and, and then comes to the third thing that's in the ark, and we're kind of really uh, cutting it short because I've wasted way too much time getting here. But you got this, the, the rod of Aaron. The, 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 the piece of wood, piece of a tree that was dead and, and, and miraculously brought back to life and bore fruit, mm -hmm. bore the almonds. It was an almond branch. So that's such a picture of, of who we're supposed to be. Now, we're all on this road to you know sanctification in different places. Some of us have more fruit than others. Some of us are just starting, and man, we are dirty on the inside. We just said that prayer, yeah. and we're gold on the outside. And, but that's okay. Uh, but as long as we're moving in that direction, and we're, we're the more of His Word we get in us, and the more we act on it, and the more we hunger and thirst for it. There you go. Yeah, and the, the manna, you know, is a sustenance too. You have to kind of, you have to learn to live on what God teaches us and how we, you know, service. You know, everybody's fruit's different. If you look at, at, at nature and the trees, there's. Trees have a variety of different fruit, and that's why you see all the spiritual gifts in Second Corinthians. They're all a little bit different. Everybody's got their own thing, and God knows that. And he uses that. So, you know, when you try to make yourself follow God's will, it's it's kind of like getting a closet where all your stuff is. I think everybody's got a couple of them. If you, you've got to be determined to get in there and clean it all out. It takes all kinds of stuff. It takes a lot of different tools. And uh, I can't remember exactly where the text is, but I always liked it. It's uh, when you clean out your house, which is uh, in, when we taught recovery principles, um, 
you know, there's seven demons would come back in if you didn't replace it with something. And in my mind, that's that's what we're talking about here today. You got to replace it with good thoughts, knowledge, right. and the sustenance that God requires. And once that's in there, then those bad thoughts, bad habits, our addictions, uh, other things that would become obstacles to Christ's love and grace for us, they'll go back in there. So it's a process, and don't get discouraged when. It takes sometimes a lifetime. Mm -hmm. You know, it took me 40 plus years before I really understood that God had a particular plan. I always knew that, that there was work going on inside, but it, it took me a long time. Mm -hmm. I think we should throw in there the one dirty word, a W word that Christians uh, get all caught up on and crazy of is the word works. Uh -oh. Okay, we're saved by grace through faith, not of works, yeah. lest yeah. any man should boast. Absolutely true. But what trips up a lot of believers is what Paul says in Galatians, taken out of context. That we're, you know, the whole th idea of freedom, as they'll put it, freedom from the law. We've been free from the law. Doesn't mean that we don't... It doesn't apply. We don't have to, you know, because here's the thing. If there is no law, there can be no sin because sin, by definition, is a transgression or a breaking of the law. So if there's no law, there's no sin. If there's no sin, there's no Messiah or certainly no need for one. And clearly we know that none of that is true. So that means that the law is still there. What do we do with it is the, is the question. What Paul is saying about it isn't freedom from the law. It's freedom in the law or freedom of the law. And here's what it means. None of us can keep 613 commands. I don't know about you. I can't even. I, I can't even remember 613. I'm looking at six. Much less keep them. Yeah. But the idea is the blood of Messiah is the once for all sacrifice. It's done. So it's done in that regard. Now that I'm free from the penalty of that's, the law. That's the key word. Now I am free to trick. Because remember. The, the high priest, once a year, would go in on Yom Kippur to make atonement. He had a rope around his leg and bells. If the bell stopped, that meant he went in in an unworthy manner. He failed. He died trying to keep the law. They had to drag him out. You and I don't have that fear anymore mm -mm. of not, what if I don't do it just right? What if I, what if I mess up? What if I... Uh, what if what if I had a cheeseburger at this place and didn't know they had bacon and I took a big bite and oh you know all this stuff, right? It, it's listen, we're free to to study this stuff and to apply it the best we can, knowing we're going to mess up, but that okay, next time we try, we do a little better, we do a little better. It's a progressive walk as we start to grow. So it's freedom in the law. We don't have to worry about the penalty. That doesn't mean. Oh, I don't worry about the penalties. I don't have to do it. No, the point is we're supposed to grow and we're supposed to have work. You show me your faith, fruit. we'll see your works. And see, now we talked earlier about asking, uh, talking about different belief systems, how we were raised, what we were taught, why, who understood what. If oh, we you, don't want to talk about my side. Yeah, we don't talk about your <laughs> So mine, you know, when uh, from a straight Christian perspective of what I was taught, basically you... you you professed faith and you believed in Christ. And then you did your your work, your service. Again, you couldn't earn forgiveness. You couldn't earn your salvation. But basically, once you had your salvation and you had the uh, uh, willingness to, to seek out 
God's will, then you began to do the right things because it pleased God. You, right. you would, you know, in this day and time, it's visitation, it's caring for people, it's helping if you can when people are sick, it's helping folks with money if they need it, et cetera, et cetera. And so it's really, I, I see the Messianic and the Jewish beliefs is how we grow up, but it all boils down to the same thing. You can't earn it, it's through faith. Right. And when we do it, we do these things according to what we've been taught in order to please God. But not what, in order to you just said a mouthful and I, I bet you you don't even know it. Uh, what you're saying is what it's become today, these doing works is like, you know, quote unquote service at the church, you know, visitation and, and right. taking care of the, but, but all that is, inside. it's the law. We're supposed to take care of, of widows and orphans. We're supposed to do charity. We're supposed to give to the need. We're supposed to do all these. So it's been watered down. It's yeah. So, so it's, it's it, maybe on one level, it's a, it's an issue of semantics. Okay. We're calling it something different, but what it is, is here's what works are. These, this is the works. Yeah, you you want to volunteer at your church or your synagogue. If if they need someone to help vacuum, help vacuum. There's not a command specifically about vacuuming or not vacuuming or mopping and not mopping no, or cleaning toilets or not. You know that, that's. But but yeah, we're all part of one body. It's a family. We all take part in in doing what needs to be done. But on a greater level visiting widows and orphans and all these other things these are the works works are the good deeds the keeping of the commands mm -hmm. and and also the command because and and what jesus did when he sent the <clears throat> the disciples the apostles the emissaries whatever you want to call them out see that, that that's a big thing we don't just work in the church we get out into that's the community we get out into the world and but why are we going out we're going out to bring the light, the light of Torah, the light of, of Messiah exactly. to the world. The, right. These are the works. Because that's, that's, that's one of the most important things. Because in Matthew chapter 7, when, when, you know, hey, didn't we cast out demons in your name? Didn't we do signs and wonders in your name? Didn't we do miracles in your name? They're doing all this stuff on the outside. Whitewashed tombs. They looked beautiful. They had the gold on the outside of the ark. Uh, they, you know, Romans 2, they had the circumcision on the outward side. They were doing everything they thought they were supposed to do. Right. But yet Jesus said, go away, you workers of lawlessness. You, you didn't keep the, the point of the law was to get the light and take it out in the world. It isn't to be you doing all the things to yourself. be seen. But what did he, what did he say in, in Luke uh, chapter 9? Go, teach baptize and disciple it's all about the gospel the good news the salvation sharing the foundation of the faith that's it ta-da <laughs> i think we covered that with a rather large blanket i think maybe next week we can continue with this discussion maybe uh, we gotta look at the time this may have been two or three uh, weeks worth already but <laughs> until next week i guess ponder that and Think about what's inside of you, what's inside of your own ark. Uh, go back and uh, pray and consider how you can serve those outside of your belief system. And sometimes that's real uncomfortable. So we'll talk about that a little more next week. Share the gospel. Share the gospel. Share the gospel. <laughs> and you do that through your willingness to love Christ. So. Adios, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for spending time with us at Two Blind Crew.
on behalf of my daddy, Jeff, and Greg McMuffin, uh, I mean Greg McLaughlin, be sure to stop by our website, twoblindcrew.com. Follow us on Twitter at twoblindcrew. And like us on Facebook. See you next time. Can I have my money now? I'm serious. I want my money now. Mom!